It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? And welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire. Hitting you guys back up. It is Tuesday, April 10th. Hope you guys are having a good week as always. Hope you enjoyed Mock Draft Monday yesterday. Uh, Big show today. Very excited for this one. Uh, We've got... Jarvion Franklin, running back out of Western Michigan, joining the podcast today. I uh, got a chance to talk with him, talked a little bit about his uh, process, what he's going through getting ready for the NFL draft, and also talked a little bit about the charity or the organization he's helping raise awareness to and how he helped out with that at the NFL Combine. So it was a great interview. I hope you guys enjoy it. That'll be coming up later on in the show today. But first, we're going to talk about a little bit of news regarding the Carolina Panthers. In in particular, the ongoing sale of the Carolina Panthers. There was a report on Monday from Ken Belson of the New York Times that the sale is down to two potential buyers. For the Panthers, as it was reported that David Tepper, the minority owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, dropped out. According to the piece from Belson, he says David Tepper, the hedge fund billionaire who many NFL owners pointed to as the preferred choice to buy the team, will not increase his offer to meet the current asking price of $2.5 billion, which makes it unlikely that he will win the ongoing auction for the club. So with Tepper dropping out, that left uh, two potential buyers in South Carolina businessman Ben Navarro and Bedrock Industry CEO Alan Kestenbaum. That was the initial report, but then, following that New York Times report, the Charlotte Observer comes out with a report saying that Tepper is still in the running to buy the Carolina Panthers. Uh, According to the article from the Charlotte Observer by Catherine Peralta and Rick Rodhacker, they talked in a call with Tepper and he said, quote, I have to tell you, for me, I like the people down there. They remind me of my original hometown, Pittsburgh. The only thing I'm telling you is I haven't dropped out. We'll see what tomorrow brings, unquote. So, pretty interesting that... The initial report says that they're down to two, but then Tepper, who again does does have the football background, is the only one of the three with a football background, again, being involved with the Steelers. Uh, Again, Navarro does have sports background, though. His family is involved in sports. Uh, We talked about him on a previous episode. His daughters daughters are athletic. They play collegiate sports. So there's, there's a little bit of sports background when it comes to Navarro, just not really any football. As it turns out, you know, the process continues that in all likelihood it's going to come to a final vote next month 
at the owners meetings uh, you know last month they had the owners meetings in Orlando and they said they will expect a bidder to be presented for the league's approval in their meetings in Atlanta next month May 21st through the 23rd uh, also according to the Charlotte Observer article Navarro is reported to have bid 2.6 billion dollars and that's reported by the Times as well so obviously it's gonna be really interesting to see this ongoing saga and how it eventually unfolds you know it could very well come to an end by the end of next month and again with any potential sale or sale needing approval by the owners you need two-thirds vote or 24 of the 32 owners to approve the sale and you have to think whoever does emerge as the final candidate will be the one to or will be approved by the owners I should say so again it will be really interesting to see how everything eventually plays out so it's just kind of a quick catch up there on on the Panthers uh, so we'll take a quick break come back and when we return we'll be joined by Jarvion Franklin the running back out of Western Michigan you're listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast with me Bill Rossetti we will be right back right after this if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And we are grateful right now to be joined here on the Locked On Panthers podcast with Jarvion Franklin, running back, Western Michigan, getting ready for the NFL draft. Uh, really appreciate your time, man, and welcome to the show, man. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Bill, how you doing? Um, you know, I'm just I'm just hanging out. Like I said, I'm kind of late in the late in the evening. You know, a little tired from working out earlier, but um, I just appreciate you taking the time and letting me come out here. I know you were um talking. You were kind of um, in contact with my older brother, so I appreciate you guys working behind the scenes to getting this thing set up. No, absolutely, man. You know, definitely got got involved with your brother and really appreciate him kind of getting us connected and getting this going. And, you know, it's really exciting because you're, you know, I've talked to a couple prospects down at the Senior Bowl doing some quick interviews, but okay. this is the first time I've ever had someone come on the podcast. So, uh, like I said, really appreciate you. Oh, wow. Like I said, really appreciate you. So, you know, thank, thanks again, man. Uh, thanks, thanks again, man. Oh, that's no problem. Like I said, just grateful, grateful for the opportunity. Just want to make the most of it. Absolutely. Uh, so let, let's first talk about your, your college career, man. You had a real good career at Western Michigan. You ended up as the all-time leading rusher, 4,867 4, career yards, uh, 56 career touchdowns, 52 of which were rushing, which was fourth most in the MAC. Uh, over 5,500 career yards, 
just kind of talk about your your college career in general. You know, you were there four years, and you um, obviously had great seasons all throughout. Really kind of built yourself up. So talk about talk about your your career in general at Western Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Um, so pretty much, um, you know, my college career was kind of like a roller coaster. You know, it started off, you know, like, kind of like the Raging Bull. You get up there and, like, man, and man, it took off. Like, my freshman year, man, I was I was a blessing from God, you know. Um, but that just – and that just showed me that, you know, um, with him that all things are possible. I was able to come in there as a true freshman, 18 years old, you know, not really not really know, you know, right and wrong yet when it comes to college football. But, you know, I was able to come in there and just, um, you know, do as well, you know, um, get accepted by the players, you know. Um, the coaching staff, all all the great things we had going on. Um, and then, you know, um, like I said, it was roller coaster. So I had my ups and my downs. But uh, at the same time, I did learn a lot. Um, I learned a lot along the way. And uh, I'm just really grateful, you know, just to just to be able to um, complete the things that I've done, you know, meet uh, met the people that I've met um, and just – and really, I mean, I guess I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. Absolutely. Um, and definitely, you know, the last couple of years – the team in general had some real good success, you know, especially a couple of years ago where you guys had the undefeated regular season winning the conference and he's had the opportunity to play Wisconsin in the Cotton Bowl. What was that season like to, you know, go through as one of the top teams in college, going through the undefeated season, ended up, you know, kind of having that target on your back and really having a lot of eyes on you for being kind of a small school. What was that like? Yeah, definitely. Um, um, you kind of took the words out. Of, you took the words out of our mouth. You said target on our back, and that was kind of something that we really um put an emphasis on throughout that whole um season that year. You know, um, because we knew that um, yeah, yeah, teams might not have the quote unquote best record, but like we weren't preparing for the team we saw in film. We were preparing for the team that we were gonna get because we knew um, you know, coming off that season we had the year before that people were gonna be aiming for us. So we knew that um, I guess basically playing against every team it was gonna be a big game. So you know um. I'm grateful to be brought up with the leaders I had, Zach Terrell. You know, those guys really um, showed me the ropes. Corey, Shooks, all my guys, you know, um, those guys really showed me the ropes and guided me when I when, um, when I kind of didn't know where to turn. But, um, yeah, it was definitely – that was definitely a great year and something I'll never forget and hopefully something to share with um, my, my children and whoever else wants to listen one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, in terms of – and kind of switching gears a little bit to the NFL draft here – Okay. Uh, you guys have produced a couple good players uh, in the last couple years. You know, obviously you're coming out this year. Last year you had Taylor Moton get drafted in the second round by the yeah, Carolina no. Panthers. So at least there's a little bit of the Panthers connection here. Um, this yeah. year you guys also have um, Chukwuma, and his last name is always yeah, tough to Shoots. say. Yeah, Shoots a core four. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A core four or. I'm going to botch his name. I'm sorry. But, yeah, so uh, what was it like kind of playing with those guys, too? You know, two great offensive tackles coming out of Western Michigan. Definitely. You know, um, yeah, so um, those guys, I don't know I don't know how they found their way to Western Michigan, but I'm I'm just blessed that they did. You know, um, like that, um, you know, being being like at a mid-major school, it's kind of it's kind of rare to see two guys like that. And then um, and also before before Taylor, we had um, we had Willie Beavers. Mm-hmm. So those, um, yep. you know. Yeah. And kind of, I'm trying to say is, um, you know, and being a mid-major guy, you're not really going to see that much, I guess. You're not supposed to see that much, you know, talent, that much um, size inside the MAC. You know, um, say you look at the SEC teams, you got All-Americans all up front, you know. But uh, I was blessed to run behind those guys 
And, um, you know, though, man, they definitely made it easy on me, you know. Um, they really put some guys around, bullied the line of scrimmage, and I was just able um, to take what they were giving me. Absolutely. And, and I got to admit, you know, Taylor Moton is still one of my favorite players. I got a chance to see him at the Senior Bowl and really liked what I saw and, you know, really excited to see what it does with the Panthers. And I just want to – Chukwuma Okorafor, there. I, th- that way I, people listening can know I can say it right, so I don't have to – Yeah, but he goes by um, – he goes by shoots. And then Taylor like shoots. Yeah. Right, and Taylor's cool. last name is Moten. Moten, I'm sorry. I, I don't Yeah, that's, that's fine, man. I'm sorry. I'm just, Taylor Moten. It's just, just killing me listening to it. <laughs> Taylor Moten. Like I said, that's still one of my favorite. Uh, but, yeah, let, yeah, let's kind of – let's talk about you for a little bit now. So uh, talk about the – what's the draft process like? You know, what's someone – what's the whole – you know, I'm sure you've been busy – talking with teams and going kind of back and forth, you know, obviously, and it's a long process from the end of the college season to, you know, we're just a couple of weeks away from the NFL draft, but you still have a lot of time going on. So what what's that whole process like for being the draft prospect? Yeah. Um, so, so the process kind of ranges from like who you are, you know, um, I guess on like your level of um, what they want to predict for you and stuff like that. But, um, you know, for a guy like me, um, who's, who's done what I've done, um, uh, and it's kind of picking up, you know, but, um, you know, obviously, you know, um, being on the team with guys like Shooks and Darius, you know, and guys like that, those guys are really out there killing it. But, um, you know, for me, like, I'm kind of the guy, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kicked back. You know, I talk, I talk to teams from time to time, you know, um, but I'm kind of just, I'm kind of just letting it all unfold, you know, mm-hmm. the same, like, I'm kind of handling it, handling it the same way I handled, um, choosing my college, my college team, you know, just, you know, just taking it like one day at a time, you know, making, making the most of every, of every opportunity. And just, you know, just staying ready, you know, staying in the best shape, you know, um, keeping my mind sharp and just being ready for being ready for that call on draft day. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it comes to the NFL draft, are you going to have like a, a viewing party or anything? Or, you know, what, what are your plans for the actual draft weekend? Um, You know, for me, you know, I'm not like I wouldn't I, would, I wouldn't really think all oh, that is necessary, but I know I'm going to be home surrounded mm-hmm. by my family and I got a big family. So it's probably going to turn into a party. So nice, nice. <laughs> um. Yeah, and like you said, you don't, you know, even a couple of you mentioned uh, Darius Phillips, another kind of intriguing prospect, cornerback, and um, you know, it plays a little bit of returner. Uh, but as, as far as you go, you know, what uh, what do you bring to the table? What what's an yeah. NFL team going to get from you? Exactly, um, that's a great question. Okay, so from me, um, you know, um, so you can pretty much bet that you're going to get a guy who's going to be a leader. In and out of the locker room, you know, I stay very active throughout the community. You know, um, I try to lead by example. Um, you know, I try to do the right thing, this and that. But um, and on the field, you're gonna get a guy who's um, who's confident, who's ready to compete. You know, first, second, third, or fourth down. You know, it doesn't matter to me. I'm gonna go out there and move those sticks whenever I had a ball in my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, um, you're gonna get a guy who's who's multi who's multi-purpose. So I can run, obviously. Um, I can I can pass catch, you know, and I can definitely pass block. So um, you know. I got a, I got a little dog back here, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, um, you know, and also being a guy in my position, you know, I'm playing running back in the the NFL. I can also play special teams. I'm an athlete. I'm on 230 pounds. I can run four, four. So, I mean, I can, I can pretty much see myself doing, doing a lot of different things, but, um, you know, ultimately my goal is to be a running back at the next league and be a game changer. But, um, you know, if you want to see, I mean, I guess, I guess there's nothing else to say besides just, you know, watch the film. And I feel like 
my style of play just translates to the next level. You know, there's different guys out there that, that plays different, but I just feel like that, like, like um, some styles just can't just aren't compatible with the league. Well, you know, with the speed at the next level, with the power, with the way they um, with the way the defenses run and stuff like that. But, but I just feel like my style downhill, you know, um, six seven yards a pop, that translates perfectly to the next level. So. And you, and you mentioned how you can pass block, and obviously in the NFL that's really important for a running back. Like if you can pass block, yeah. you're going to be there on third down on like those important plays. So that, that exactly. that's big for you. Exactly. Yep. Um, one more thing too. I did a little research, and I came across uh, an article that talked about how you kind of were dedicating your combine performance mm-hmm. to a uh, to a special rare disease special charity yeah yes, yeah and a rare disease uh, talk about that a little bit because I, I looked through it and I, I found the story really interesting so okay. you know so talk about the charity and what you did and how that all worked out yeah um so so pretty much you know um you know me down um, down in Atlanta training for the combine I wasn't you know, I was trying to figure out a way to get involved you know trying to figure out a way to to just, you know, to just go to the combine and not just go there to compete, just have, but just to have a greater purpose. And it just worked out perfectly that, um, you know, guys on my team, um, Justin Tranquil and Jamari Bogan, they were sent to um, a leadership council out somewhere in the United States. Um, they got sent to a council and um, and they got introduced to this um, charity. So um, so those guys are trying to start it in Western Michigan. I know Penn State, I think, I think they were the founders of it. It's called um, In Uplifting Athletes. So... <clears throat> Yeah, so they started at Western, um, and they, you know, they obviously asked guys who were going to the combine, you know, if if we wanted to, if we wanted to, um, to donate our performance to um to rare diseases, you know, and um, you know, me being a guy in my shoes, being the type of the type of guy I am, you know, I just felt like that was a that was an amazing opportunity to just pretty much the very thing I was waiting on, um, and then um, you know, um, my girlfriend, she um, I know she she suffers from pediatric arthritis, so um, yeah, so she she's kind of She's kind of sore from time to time, so um, I really put that on there, and that and that turned out to be a rare disease. So I was just, you know, I just felt like I had a little, I had a little bit of extra motivation out there um, at the combine, you know, to go out there and do my best, and I felt like I did. Awesome, that, that, that's a great story, man, and you know, def, and it's nice, you know, you you always hear about like people, it's especially touching when they have people like close to them. So you know, real nice that you're kind of helping your girlfriend out and you know, really bringing awareness to exactly, exactly. That's really cool. Yeah, trying to, yeah, just trying to raise a run. Um, yeah, just trying to raise awareness and, um, just, um, get a, a few folks to donate a couple of dollars to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to give a quick plug again too, for, you know, the, where they can go for more information. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, why not? Yeah. So, um, it's called Uplifting Athletes, you know, um, and it's a charity that pretty much brings awareness to um, rare diseases throughout the United States. And uh, a rare disease is something that they consider um, a disease that affects 100,000 or fewer um, people in the United States. So um, there's there's quite a handful of them, actually. But, um, yeah, so I will repost the link on my Facebook um, um, for the next couple of days, you know, for you guys. If you guys want to go out there and donate donate to it you know um if you don't want to donate you can still just research it you know and look it up and just bring aware and just bring awareness to it because um these diseases don't don't really have the platform and the funds to really go out there and um and, you know um and generate results 
So um, that's all. That's pretty much what I'm just trying to do: bring awareness to it, and hopefully um, let the right person see it who's able to donate some money to it. Awesome, man! Awesome, great story. Uh, you obviously have you know great stories and a great background, you know, and I really wish you the best of luck, man. You know, really, and like I said, really appreciate you taking time. Uh, so one last time, you know, just kind of, I guess, kind of make your final plea if you want on, you know, as we enter the final two and a half weeks before the draft, uh, you know, why someone should take you and how excited you are to begin your NFL career. Yeah, I'm um, definitely, uh, I mean, only got a plea. I mean, I guess I'm just going to say that, um, you know, um, I know, I know for a fact, I know for a fact I can fit um, in any NFL locker room, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go out there, you know, um, lead, lead the team, lead my position group for starters. Um, I'm going to go out there, give my all every, on every play, I'm going to compete. You know, I'm going to be a role model. Um, I'm going to be a team player, you know, first and foremost. So I think, um, you know, in, in terms of football, we shouldn't even be discussing that because, I mean, I mean, like we can all play like – and being a good athlete – sorry about that. But, um, yeah, so I'm just excited. I, you know, I'm just excited to compete at the next level. And um, I, know, I know that I'm going to be able to compete and make a difference. So I'm just – Waiting on, my, waiting on my opportunity. I know all it takes is one team, and I hope it's the right system. And um, when I find that system, you're going to know about it. Awesome, man. Great stuff. Jarvis, I really appreciate you taking time to jump on the podcast here and share some of your stories. And hopefully we get your, get you out there a little bit. And, okay. you know, like I said, really appreciate you, buddy. To, thanks so much. All right, Bill. And you have a great night. You too, buddy. Take care. That's Jarvion Franklin, running back, Western Michigan. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So again, I want to thank Jarvion Franklin for coming on the show. It was a great interview. Uh, as you can tell, the guy's a, a real great guy. Very, uh, very focused. Really excited to take the next step. You know, as he said, it was definitely a, a roller coaster of a ride for him throughout Western Michigan, but turned out to be one of the top running backs in the his, in school history. And again, just in talking with him, he seems like a really great guy and just want to wish him the best of luck. You know, who knows? Maybe he could land with the Panthers as one of the late round picks. But wherever he goes, um, again, wish him the best of luck. And it was a great honor to have him on the show. So with that, uh, I want to thank you guys, as always, for listening. Really do appreciate it, as always. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, on TuneIn, on Stitcher, all over the place. And remember, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. And you can follow my work over at Panthers Wire. Uh, So 
check that out and again check me out on twitter also if you get a chance i was part of the journalist-led mock draft over at chat sports where a bunch of team writers from across various sites including a couple here uh or a couple from the wire sites and sb nation and a host of others all got together to do a mock draft for chat sports um if you guys want to check that out, you can go over to Chat Sports, their Facebook page, find the video, and if you want to just scroll through to my pick, you know, obviously not hard to to find because there was, of course, no trades, but it was it was very fun to to take part in this mock draft. I will say this though, the middle of the mock kind of went off the rails. So if you want to check out what went on throughout the draft and some of the crazy picks and you can go to chat sports check out their facebook page find the video and you can see me making the pick at number 24 for the carolina panthers so until next time this is bill rossetti saying thanks for listening to the locked on panthers podcast part of the locked on podcast network where it is your team every day but for this particular day i am out and we'll see you next time right here on l o p is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.